Knicks podcast, episode 230. Right. In front of the Vasa. And this crap just came on, you know. I know a lot of people like Kendrick Lamar, I do too. But sometimes it's like, I guess everybody has their own preference, but listen to this guy. Shut the fuck up, dude. You know, it's just like, I get it, man. Let's be smart and witty with our raps. And that's cool. And I'm, there was a phase in my life that I was into that, but phase I'm in now, it's like, dude, I don't want to hear you fucking getting chill, dude. You know, you're doing, you're doing bebops, dude. You're doing bebop, 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 hip, hop, hippity, hippity. Not saying go back to that, but let's just, it's just like everything else I bitch about. Let's not take it so seriously, dude. You know? Let's not get too too fucking deep, but uh, I don't know. Oh, easy enough. Easy landing. Landon's pressing buttons. You know, he's like a child that wanders into a movie theater and asks, screams, "What's going on?" Shout out, Big Lebowski. Yeah, I'm at the Vasa, dude. We're getting a little drizzle here. Um, I think tonight's a big hockey game. So most, most of these people are out there enjoying that. I, I thought about going to a bar next to my house, and then I realized, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not a sucker, dude. So first of all, I mean, I played hockey as a, as a youth, as a young boy, but I don't give a fuck about, you know, hockey to go sit in a bar with a bunch of strangers. And I've, I've covered this on previous podcasts. I used to go out by myself to bars, and I don't know, maybe I'm too old for it. I, I don't know. I just don't have, I don't, dude, I'm not into it. But, uh, yeah, I'm in front of the Vasa, dude. I didn't just catch a pump. I caught a couple pumps today, but I went to a private, uh, Muay Thai thing, and it's fun, dude. It's fun, but the coach, I think he's from, like, Chile. He's a white guy, but he's from, like, Chile, you know? You ever, you guys ever run into that? It's more common than you think, you know? People from, like, you know, Central Mexico or, like, South America, they're, they look just as white as us, or white as me. And then they fucking come at you with Spanish. It's like, what the hell? But um, this dude, Rafa, he's obviously Rafa. But uh, he looks just like a regular... He looks like a Jew, to be honest. Brown hair, you know, all that. I'm not going to go into features of the Jewish race, the, the heaps. He looks like a Jewish man. And then he fucking talks to you. It's like, holy shit. But uh, he put it to me pretty straight. And again, English is his second language, so he doesn't understand the saying as well as I do. The saying being... The more I, the more I learn, the le- or what is it? Fuck. Now I don't get it. Basically, goddamn it! I should have thought this through before I pressed record. But um, the more I see, the less I know, right? Basically, the more I learn, the less I. Yeah. The smarter you get, the the more dumb, the dumber you realize you are. And the, he basically said the same thing. He butchered it the way I did. But yeah, as far as uh, Muay Thai or boxing, it's the same deal, dude. And he put it to me like this. You're going to get worse before you get better. Because you start learning all these details. And then you're like, fuck, I'm not doing this, this, and that right. As opposed to when you first walked in the door. It's like, you've been in a fight before. You know how to punch. So you kind of just, you know, you're loose. And you're, you're just, you know, going through it. But then you start thinking about all the technique. You're like, oh, I'm doing that wrong. I'm not paying anything. So that's fun. 
That's not funny, though. What funny stuff do we got? Oh, I got some funny stuff. I worked with these, you know, my boys, dude, Jorge and Geronimo today, dude. And we, well, the other day I was working with another kid. All three Mexicans, dude. One of them speaks barely any English. And the kid that doesn't, he didn't speak any English, but he mustered this up to me. He goes, do you watch porn? And you know, a guy like me, I, I try not to watch porn. Maybe once every three weeks I'll slip up in a drunken stupor, but for the most part, I don't play with myself, dude. So this kid, he asked me, do you watch porn? I go, no, no, I try not to do that, you know. I know he doesn't catch what the fuck I'm saying. But then Geronimo, the guy that speaks a little bit of English, goes, I can't watch porn. Because if I watch it, if I watch it in my car at lunch, I jack off. And then he hits me with, for sure. <laughs> and then the other guy, George, is going, yeah, see, see, yeah, yeah, jack off. And then the Leo kid looks at me and he musters this. He goes, maniacs, maniacs. And he points at the two. I'm like, Jesus, dude. That goes back to my theory that the lads, well, I'm talking pretty loud here, the Latino, the, the guys, the Mexican nationals are horny as hell, dude. You know, I was down in the hole with Geronimo today, and he was telling me stories, dude. Because, you know, it's so deep that the machine has to dig, dig, dig. There's a lot of digging. It's 20 foot deep or whatever. It's very deep. So imagine you're trying to lay a pipe, but you can't lay the pipe until all the dirt's gone. So you're just chilling in this hole for like 30 minutes at a time. And this dude's just hitting me with sex stories. But every time he hits me with a new chick, he calls it. He calls him chick. Every time he hits me with a new sex... He's 57, by the way. I think he's 57 or... Yeah, 57. Every time he says chick, he grabs his dick and stretches it, dude. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And mind you, he's wearing a full Mortal Kombat mask and sunglasses. I I can't see his facial expressions. You know, a younger me or a stone me would have been creeped out by this guy. But I just laugh at it now. He's fucking great, dude. You know, like I said, we're down in this hole deep, and the other guys are up top of the hole, and the other guy's name is Jorge, and most of the time when he yells to Jorge, he goes, Jorge, Jorge, (laughs) I gotta be chill, 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 it's so funny, dude, and it, you know, it goes from irritating, like, dude, shut the fuck up, to by the end of the day, you're so tired, you start laughing at Jorge, and another thing he does is, uh, I think, and I know, I don't think, I know this is a Mexican thing because uh, I've worked with multiple Mexicans that do this. They'll say something and then follow it or chase it with a huh. And this guy, Geronimo, is a consistent huh. It's like, you know, in, in the English language, we, we have the, uh, the fillers of like um or dude or like. For them, it's huh, huh. So it'd be like, uh, Jorge, squeeze, huh, huh, Nick, Nick, what you think, huh, you like, you like, huh all fucking day with this, and like, like I said, halfway through the day, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck, I'm going nuts, dude, but by the end of the day, the day beats you down, and you're just like, you're laughing at it, like, dude, you are a character, man, you know, there's a white guy digging for us, his name's Mel, and he goes, Mel Gibson, huh, huh, Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson, huh, huh, let me show you my ID, and he fucking pulls his wallet out and shows me his ID, look at the, look, look, at the, and he's got his ID wrapped in toilet paper, because he doesn't want to get dirt on it, because then he can't scan it, that's what he told me. He's got it wrapped in toilet paper in his wallet, and he gives me his ID. You recognize me, huh? Huh? It's a picture of him. I go, yeah, I recognize you. He says, no one recognized me without my mask. I'm like, you always wear the mask? Always wear the mask. Always wear the mask. It's like, dude, okay. He's going to order me a mask off Amazon. He keeps asking me, where's your mask, huh? Huh? No mask? Nick, I'm Amazon. Amazon. I'm like, I don't have the mask yet, dude. I, I, buy you. I order you a mask off Amazon. Huh? 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 So I'm going to be wearing a mask pretty soon. I'll be the Mortal Kombat character with my boys, dude. You know, um, the hell we got, Landon? Crap. 
junk. Crap. Well, you know, I don't like new stuff, but call me Gale you want. I'm a big weekend guy. Big time. The reason I like this guy is uh, before it got common, if you go back, okay, right when I get into it, he, the weekend has been doing shitty 80s synth music for at least, I think, 10 years now, so cool, dude. Landon, come on. the matrix oh excuse me miss Woo. what's the name so speaking of acid dude I realized I'm paying $24 a month here and I got to looking into it because the sign out here says $10 a month you know what I'm paying for dude I'm paying for a tanning room, a tanning bed, and a massage bed, which I've never used, and I will, I will never move. I'll never use it. Try to fu fucking cancel it, but they told me, oh, you signed a contract. You got four months to go. Motherfucker. So maybe I'll start tanning, dude. Maybe not. Probably not. You're going to catch me in a fucking tanning bed. You might. I don't know. I haven't looked into that shit. I think it's gay as hell really funny i was with my friend he's like oh i forgot what i was looking for and i go in his glove compartment <laughs> he had those little tiny glasses that you wear to go to tanning beds i'm like what are these oh uh, pretty funny excuse me you know what else we got dude i'm trying to think of something uh i, I love how dramatic denver is with their weather forecast you know because I think I read one time, Denver is like up there as far as snow accumulation, like snowfall. So it's a pretty like, I guess volatile weather would be the right word or pretty unpredictable weather-wise. But you know, anytime you type in Denver weather, obviously it hits you with like the Google fucking percentages and then it goes into stories. And they're like, a monsoon weekend. And you know what a monsoon is, right? If you don't, I really don't either, but I, you know, it's supposed to be this crazy storm. It's like, yeah, dude, it's a drizzle and stuff, but Denver people love their weather, dude. They love to title things like the storm of fucking da-da-da. It's like, dude, fucking stop with that shit, man. But, um, I don't know, man. Uh, so, did my time at work today, and then, you know, one thing I will say about these Mexican fellas, they're on the same page as me. Hey, let's show up early so we can leave earlier, dude. Show up at 6, leave at 4. Instead of showing up at 7 and leaving at 5. You know, that way we can at least try to beat the traffic. It's still unbearable. But at least we get out a little bit earlier and we can get home to do our things. I'm sure you guys, I know they have kids. Uh, trust me, they've told me at nauseam how many kids they have and how I could be one of their kids. Like, cool, 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 I'm sure, dude. You guys start fucking spraying them out at 15. I know I could be one of your kids, dude. And you're 57. I know you could have four of me. But, um, trying to get home today... We left it for uh, some lady pulled on site when we were leaving. I left. I got the fuck out of there. I'm not closing the gate. You close it. One of you four guys close the gate behind me. I do everything else fucking around here. I leave. I get a call about a half hour later from this fucking retard, this guy named Mel, dude. And uh, he goes, hey, you, he, this guy's got fucked up. You know, his teeth are gone. You know, he's got diabetes and all this shit. Hey, you, you, you locked in the, 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 the meter lady. And I go, 
I don't know, he said, he said, you guys locked in the meter lady. I go, I don't have anybody in the car with me. Who's you guys? Well, somebody locked in the meter lady. She needs to let out. And I go, well, I'm not going back there. And he goes, well, I'm 70 miles away. And I go, Mel, I left right behind you. There's no fucking way you're 70 miles away, dude. And I'm not going back. But some, somebody needs to go open the gate. And I go, figure it out, dude. Here's the code. That was the end of that conversation. But anyway, I'm trying to get home. And uh, I'm on a freeway. And my, my trip goes from 40 minutes to home to an hour and 10. I go, what the hell? Is there a bad wreck? What's going on? No. On an overpass, there is these freaks up on the overpass with signs. You know, and I listen to AM radio in the morning, so I know most of what's going on. I have my finger on the pulse of, if you will, of current events politically. And Roe v. Wade got overturned in layman's terms. Not even layman's terms, just... Who gives a fuck about this Roe v. Wade law bullshit? Today, the, the Supreme Court said, hey, they didn't outlaw it. They said, hey, abortion, it's up state to state. And there's these freaks, and they're spazzing out on overpasses, holding up traffic. I wanted to scream out. I wanted to get the fuck off the overpass, you dumb bitch. It was most of the women up there. But... I don't know how fired up women were about abortions. Like, how many of you are getting abortions? And a guy like me, it's not like I had them, but I was in a relationship that we had two abortions. Dude, my kids would be like, at this point, I think 15 and 18, just guessing. 2008, 2006. Okay? So they would be uh, 14 and 16. Yeah, I don't feel good about it, but it had to happen. Because imagine me and that lady, don't even worry about her details. Even with her parents help, those kids would be no good, dude. Because I wouldn't be around, dude. <laughs> I would not be around. So, I don't know. I'm not going to get into, you know, what's right and what's wrong with abortion. But I can comment on it because I've, I've participated in it. And like I said, I don't feel good about it, dude. I don't feel good about it. But, you know, let's not act like every fucking chick's getting abortion. It's just another reason to get mad. Don't you see the media is trying to stir the pot and get people fucking going against each other? Hold on, chill, chill, chill. Here's three chicks that look like they could be into that. Is that my DMX, dude? All right, keep it pushing, pal. Yeah, you guys are all fucking... Come on. What? Uh, Landon, why don't you... <laughs> Bing. Turn that off. Back to DMX. I like the DMX's songs, even <clears throat> when it's about like sex or love. He's still like, "How's it going down, bitch?" Like, so intense, dude. Listen to that. How's it going down? I think DMX's name was Earl Simmons. I think. Which is pretty funny to be this like gangster rapper, Dark Man X. You are the the the, in, the human incarnation of a pit bull or a I think one of his blood or one of his albums is called like Champion Bloodline. He is in his eyes the human incarnation of a fucking canine, a dog. And your name is Earl Simmons, dude. Come on. But 
he was pretty cool. I mean, he has some real ass dude stats, by the way. That could be a segment I do on this show. Real ass dude. Well, I can't take that, but there is a there are podcast out there that does real ass dude of the week. So I won't even get into that. But it'd be nice. I'm gonna start when I start talking about dudes that I like or don't like. I'm gonna give them real ass stats, you know. Um, and I those are yet to be determined. YTDs. <laughs> How real is this dude? Well. <laughs> He banged a hooker, or no, DMX, what did he do? He, uh, you know what DMX did, he did a bunch of cool stuff, he did some real ass stuff, dude. I respect, uh, I don't respect, I don't know, fucking new subject, dude. Um, Vasa, what the fuck does that even mean? That sounds like a shampoo to me. Back when I was living with a woman, uh, that sounds like something I would find in, you know, the seven or eight shampoo or conditioner or moisturizing bottles in the shower and it's like bitch woman lady sweet birther lady uh whatever you want to call whatever do you not realize this shower is tiny as hell we're broke as hell and you're taking up a good third of this shower with bullshit you don't need i promise you whatever the fuck you're putting on your face and body it's not going to slow down father time he's undefeated he gets all of you and us i mean everybody come on Right, here we go. Look at this fucking jerk. Hell yeah, dude. Shaved head. Neck on the left. Not, you know, be discreet. Come on. Fuck, dude. Alright, that's something I can go on. Papa Mur- I've done Papa Murphy's. Fuck. I went to the fucking ballpark, dude. There's something going on at the ballpark. I can't record there. I think the government's in on it, dude. Alright, here comes a fucking truck full of two dickheads. Don't fucking look at me, pal. I just got out of Muay Thai, dude. I'll throw my aerobic karate punches. <laughs> Breathe out when you punch. <laughs> That's my biggest, one of my biggest problems in Muay Thai is uh, when you're throwing Roe versus Wade, huh? You want? Let's hear what he has to say about it. I'll let you know how I feel. Wow. Fucking Joker had two. I like that. Uh, I like that song. I don't like what that idiot just said. Uh, okay, I'll give you my Roe v. Wade thing, dude. Roe v. Wade, wow, you can tell I've been listening to the news. What a fag. Um, yeah, dude. I think it's fucked up when chicks get raped and they're impregnated. Okay. That's my stance. You guys ready for a hot take? I think it's fucked up, man. Obviously. Who doesn't? You know what else I think is fucked up? I think it's 60 million kids a year get aborted. Fuck, I can't even I can't even comment on it, dude, because I'll be a hypocrite. I don't know, man. One thing I can say, and this is the only thing I will say, is one thing I am like strongly opinionated on. Leave it up to the state, bro. Okay? It shouldn't be a constitutional right that it's just it's legal. And that sounds callous or harsh. Let it be up to the state. Okay? You know what happens when states... That's how this country was designed, bro. Oh, I don't like what they're doing up there. I'm going to move to this state. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not saying you should have to move to go some to do something like that. But it's like... There shouldn't be mandates. Just like there shouldn't have been a fucking COVID mandate. You all have to wear masks. All get this. No, dude. It's up to the state. And if you really disagree with the state that much, move left or right or up or down a little bit. You know, or go visit to get that operation done, that procedure done. It's pretty simple. 
But what the fuck do I know? I'm a goddamn hole digger. But I don't know. I think people overthink this. I go into the gym today before Muay Thai and the guy goes, well, first of all, this motherfucker, DC, okay, 60 years old going by DC, knock it off. Motherfucker won't even look at me when the gym's like full, you know, 15 people in there and he's running his little class. When there's no one in there, he wants to talk my motherfucking ear off and it's like, DC, I don't have time, dude. I have to go to my karate class. He's trying to talk to me today. There's one other bald guy in there and I walk in and he goes, oh shit, oh shit. He starts doing this urban, this black talk. He's like, three chrome domes in the motherfucking home. And I'm like, ha yeah. So I'm signing in. Yeah. My earphones are in two AirPods, okay? Not AirPods. I got the cheaper ones now. I lost my good ones. Or my, they're broken. I put them through the washer. And he goes, Nick, Nick. And I go, yeah? Do you think we're going to go to Civil War? And I just hit him with, no, dude. I just think people watch the news too much and they get, they get fired up over nothing. Turned up my fucking cannibal corpse or whatever the hell and I walked away, dude. Pretty badass, huh? I don't know. That's what it is, man. People get too fired up on the motherfucking news. It's like, you know how much better you'd feel if you didn't fucking watch that? And I'm not, again, I'm being a hypocrite. I listen to AM right-wing radio every fucking day, dude. So I'm part of it too, but I don't go home and watch, you know, Fox and Friends or CNN. What the fuck? Wow, dude. Landon, the studio just turned off to set to conserve battery. That'll, that pisses me off. I know what the hell's going on. I had to hook my car up to a fucking, whatever, I won't get into it. I had to do something for my work the other day because I was ill-prepared because my boss wasn't doing his fucking job, so I had to literally take a, a fucking thing and hook it up to the battery of my car to keep the job rolling, and now I'm getting signals on my car that my battery's not, the, well, I'm going to leave that alone, but, um, what else we got? Okay, oh. Let's get back into trashing people. There's a little twink. Uh, okay. Hold on, man. Landon, can I have one of those beers, please? Thanks, pal. Um, come on. What the hell was I talking about? All right, I guess we'll take a break there. All right, we're going again. I'm in front of the, the laundromat again. It's a big laundry day for me, dude. Um, I'm going to do my laundry and keep it in my car because uh, they're, they're going to do this fumigation or pesticide bullshit. They sent a fucking email to me. It's like, you got to bag up. You got to bag up all your clothes. You got to do all this stuff. Like it's a whole fucking thing. And I know for a fact other people in my apartment complex aren't gonna do it. So in the long run, the roaches and all that shit's not gonna die. I didn't even know this apartment had or this complex had bed bugs. Cause they told me to prep for that too. Luckily I don't have fucking bed bugs. I'll be fucking ticked if I get them. But I gotta, you know, I gotta do all this shit, dude. It's a whole thing. It's gonna be like a fucking four-hour thing. I gotta bag everything up and fucking move everything two feet from the wall and take off all the outlets, like, fucking pissed, but I'll just keep my laundry in my car for the week, I guess, and they said it's cool if you leave the shit in the closet on the hanger is hanging, do bed bugs and roaches not climb, the, I don't understand their logic, so, 
that's what the fuck's going on in my world today. Um, hold on a minute. I'll be right back. Sorry about that. Me and a feller had a little bit of a misunderstanding. But, um, yeah, I think things are good, dude. I'm pretty fired up about the whole email, do this, do that. It's like, well, you're never going to get rid of these bugs, dude. You got to tear the fucking building down because, you know, you spread. I've done some research on cock I, I, cockroaches, dude. They're so invasive that, when they're so invasive that at this point, if you're seeing that many of them, dude, like, yeah, you're not going to get them. You got to rip the building down. But I'm only going to be in this building for another... I did the math in my head today. It's, it's July, basically. I'll be here till next September. So, 14 months and I'm fucking out, dude. I can deal with roaches for another year and two months. I really don't give a fuck. I'm going to do what they told me. I'm going to bag up all my silverware and all my pots and pans and do all this shit. To no avail. I know in two, two weeks the roaches will be back and that's fine. I've come accustomed to it become accustomed to it, but, um, it's no fucking big deal, everything's good, dude, I just had a great cardio session at the gym, uh, I'm not gonna comment on the people that go, I always do that, but yeah, it's, it's crazy, then I went to a gas station after, buy some ciggies, you know, and, uh, the, the, the little the thing you plug your card into, it says, do you want cash back, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do laundry, this will save me a trip to the fucking ATM. And I said, yes, $20 back. And the dude doesn't give it to me. And I go, hey, man, I pressed $20 cash back. And he looks at me wide-eyed like I'm fucking nuts or I'm trying to pull a scheme. He goes, we don't have a cash back button. I go, you for sure do. You know, as long as I don't get charged, it's no big deal. We don't have a cash back button. Like, getting all fucking defensive and shit. And, you know, I've had an altercation at a 7-Eleven before. And I can tell when a cashier is getting handsy, like they're reaching for something or being weird. I go, it's not that big a deal, dude. And I left the store and I looked in my, my bank account app thing and it wasn't charged. But uh, I went back in and I said, hey, man, I want to show you something. And I bought a pack of gum and I go, come over here, dude. And I showed him on the fucking thing. It does have a cash back thing, dude. It does, doesn't it? So don't look at me like I'm trying to fucking run a $20 scheme on you, dude. But um, yeah, it's all good. I'm just at the laundromat, dude. What else happened today? Went to Walmart. That shit sucked. Fuck, I hate Walmart, man. Um, it's just depressing, dude. You know, I've already, I've, I've talked about it on this podcast, how I get bummed out when I see single mothers or older ladies shopping by themselves. Dude, I don't know. Every time I leave Walmart, I'm like, fuck, dude, this world is bullshit. But what are you going to do? You know? keep it pushing there's a construction site across the street they're going at it huh they're doing uh huh they're doing um i don't know i'm not gonna get the fucking construction talk what else do we got motherfucker dude i thought i could rip and rant dude but it's really not i'm not drunk yet i need to come on come on listen to some def leopard dude i think that's def leopard when you make love that's def leopard dude Damn, that's two breaks in five minutes. I think I have to take a break and get my fucking head right. I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. 
Come on. Sunday. The Lord's Day, dude. I'm watching a adult league baseball. Uh, I just pulled up, so I don't know the score, but there's a purple and a black team. The purple team seems to be in high spirits, so they must have the lead. They're loose. They're playing ball, dude. Nice, dude. Around, around the pit, or around the horn, fellas. Come on. We're throwing it around, tossing it around, you know. So funny when I was younger. I remember uh, one that will not be named. Well, a couple guys. I do play baseball. It's a thinking man's game. So what is football the? Is any sport that's predominantly white the thinking man's game? And every other sport's fucking n-word stuff. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I'm over here. Just left the gym, dude. Nice back day. Good back day. Uh, however many podcasts back. I talked about a guy trying me in there, me and him on the, you know, we're about to fight. I told him to put those gloves on over there, and he wouldn't. Then he called the cops. And then next time I saw him, I was beat to hell. I got in a fight, so I was all bruised up, and I was like, hey, man, like my jaw was somewhat broken, and we squashed it. But then he's in there today, and he's, he's, he's he didn't do anything wrong, but he, he's going back to that same fucking attitude that got us in that predicament in the first place, so... You know, instead of instead of carrying on, I did what an adult should do, and I left. I'm like, I'm not playing this fucking game with you, dude. Okay? You know, the only thing that's changed between now and then, it's one, I've healed, but two, I'm that many more months into Muay Thai. So, you know, there's people out there. I've met a guy I work with. Fucking Mr. Cool was like, you know, Muay Thai isn't, it's not designed for street fighting. And I was like, yeah, totally. It's like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? What is then, dude? If kickboxing that allows knees and elbows isn't allowed for street fighting, what is, dude? I mean, just stand-up wise. Would boxing be more applicable? I doubt it. But, uh, whatever. I really don't give a shit. But, it's not like I'm dying for somebody to try me, but I know. I'm, I'm 31, dude. My days of fighting, I hate to say this, they're not over. There will be at least a handful of more fist fights. And I just pray that they're, they're spaced out enough that I actually have this shit under my belt. And, that, that this is on me, I gotta be sober. Because there's plenty of fights that I could have won in the past, but I was too fucked up. I mean, if you can push me over with one hand, yeah, dude, you're going to give me 13 stitches. That same dude that did that to me, you know, what do you think would happen if we were sober? Or if I had six less beers? Are you kidding me, dude? But don't even worry about that. This isn't the fight cast, dude. Nikki Knuckles MMA hour will come back, but it's not today, dude. I'm wrapping up the tail end of what I started on Friday. So, all right. That's a ball. Turn that off, Landon. All right, big wind up. Ball. Anyway, uh, went to the gym. Oh, here's something interesting. It's probably the most interesting thing this podcast has produced in a long time was, uh, I get probably, I don't know, okay, I'll start it with this. Last night was pizza night for me, okay? shirts off pizza night you know how depressing it is to order pizza by yourself and have a shirts off pizza night by yourself oh there's a rip third base come on blue Ooh. he's out nice um yeah the shirts off pizza night by myself papa john's dude they've lost all their morals dude i'm on the papa john's website and i'm trying to order over my phone like a new you know like everybody does now everything's over the fucking phone no, it took me about 20 minutes to figure this shit out, you know. I finally order it, and they go, do you want to add stuffed crust? And I go, whoa, 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 You know, this isn't Domino's. This isn't Pizza Hut. We don't do stuffed crust. And I say we because I was a Papa John's alumni, dude. I worked there for like five months, bro. 
But Papa John's, dude, ever since they, they fired the Papa John and they brought in the Shakaroni, they're doing stuff like stuffed crust. But who am I? Of course I order the stuffed crust. So pizza gets there around 6.30, you know. Uh, that's a whole story that I could do, but I, I don't want to. But uh, yeah, there was a big, big, it was, it was a whole ordeal to get my pizza pie. Then I get up there and I eat my pizza pie. I eat two slices. I'm like, damn, this is terrible. You know, it's not, I love Papa John's, but just, I'm not a fast food guy. Eat two pieces. I'm in bed by 7.30, bro. 3.30, oh, hold on. There's another thing before I get into this. When I leave today to go do my things, guess what? I've talked about this before. Every time I bring up groceries, someone throws trash out. Guess what was thrown out last night when I come up with pizza? A fucking, two pizza crusts. Two pizza crusts were thrown out on my fucking, you know, my my tier. So it's like, okay, the clownery continues. So whatever, dude. Whoever's doing that, I man, one of these days I'm gonna catch you. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm gonna ask you, what the fuck is your problem? Every time I come up with Walmart bags, you throw out groceries like empty gusher boxes or Walmart bag. What the hell is your problem? I bring up pizza, you're throwing out pizza crust. What the fuck, man? That's a sick person. That's a twisted, sick twisted. It's twisted with a Z. He's twisted as hell. Or she. But I got a, I got a suspicion that it's Tomas. And he's fucked. Ooh, damn it. Um. This is good stuff. I'm smoking parliaments today, man. They don't have camels, so was I talking about? Cool glasses, fag. <laughs> nice work, dumbass. Oh, it's so fun to hit people with that when they fuck up. Nice work, dumbass. Whoo, baby, that's a good one. It gets under their skin, dude. Dude, Kyle, not Kyle Merrick, Kyle DeRoser, Kyle King of the Good Times DeRoser, we had like an argument over what 10 hours would be in a day, and when I clocked out, it was like nine hours, and I texted it to him, and I go, nice work, dumbass, with a screenshot. He got so mad. If you ever talk to me again, <laughs> Nice work, dumbass, gets under people's skin. It's good. It's a good insult, dude. You just feel like an idiot, dude. I've been hit with it. Sure. All right. Here we go. Big wind up. First pitch swinging. Third base got it. This guy. Come on. He's out, dude. (laughs) Oh, so last night, I get to bed early, you know. 7.30. Had my pizza night. Very depressing pizza night, dude. (laughs) All my clothes, everything's bagged up in a corner. I got my fucking rifle and all my bullets hidden under, like, tires and fucking bagged clothes. And, you know, very depressing night, dude. And uh, 3, 3.30 in the morning, I start hearing my phone go off. And usually if I hear my phone going at that time, I don't even look at the screen. I either, I, I press the button, I don't look. But it kept coming, coming, coming. It's a fucking Vista California number. And I go, huh, that's weird. Then I get a voicemail. It's fucking Julia Gulia's dad saying Julia's in trouble. And I'm listening to that half asleep, and I'm, that sucks. Phone turns off. I just turn the fucker off. Like, I don't want to know. I know what's coming. If her dad's calling me, you know what's coming next. Wake up this morning, five five missed calls, text messages, all this shit. Um, I must have unblocked her number at some point. Oh, I did unblock her number because I, I went to call her one time. I said, I want my smoker back. I mean, me, I live on the third tier of an apartment complex. I have no need for a smoker, but one of my boys just moved into a home and we could really use a smoker. It's summertime, dude. Time to smoke some meat. So I unblocked her number to call her about the smoker. It's really funny. She didn't pick up for that. 
But when she needs me, it's five missed calls and two text messages and a voicemail. I'm leaving the gym today, dude. I'm feeling good. I'm going to do the cast. And I get a teary eye, a teary voiced call from old Julia Gulia. I guess Julia's girlfriend came over there with her ex girl. It's just drama. Basically, the lesbians got loose last night, and uh, it was mayhem, you know? It was mayhem. And, uh, you know, after all the nasty, foul shit this woman has done to me, you would think that I would just say, hey, figure it out on your own. But she called me and said, hey, will you, will you, will you come over here and change my locks? And I'm in my head. It took me about 10 seconds. I go, yeah, I'll do it. So I was going to say no, but at the end of the day, man, um, you know, I play a character on this podcast. Oh. There's, there's that black umpire. Um, I play a character on this podcast, but at the end of the day, you know, I was on the phone with my, my good friend Kyle, Kyle Merritt, yesterday, and we were talking about, you know, a plethora of things, but one of the things was karmic debt, you know, karma, if you believe in that, we both agree on how we do, and then one of us, I forget who, brought up the, an old animal's lyrics, I'm just a soul whose intentions are good, please, Lord, don't let me be misunderstood, dude. And, you know, like I said, I play a hard, callous, racist fucking guy on this podcast. But at the end of the day, dude, I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. And uh, it's kind of hard to fucking. The reason I'm going to help her is because if I was in her situation, I would hope that she would help me. And that sounds like I'm a pussy, but I'm not going over there to fuck her or do anything. But, like, the girl's broken. Like, she doesn't know anybody in the state. You know, she doesn't have her aunt or aunt like I do. She doesn't have her brother like I do. So it's not like I have much, but I have more than her. And I mean, imagine your lesbian girlfriend came over and fucked your house up. You'd want some help. I mean, yeah, it's not that hard to switch a lock. I think she's doing it more for company, but whatever, dude, I'll go over there for an hour or two. I had to go to that neck of woods anyway. I'm going to see my aunt, dude. I'm giving her flowers. So I'll go over there and change a fucking lock with her, you know, but I just told her, dude, like, you need to tighten up, bro. You need to tighten up. And I said it jokingly, but this is a stat that uh, the gays, the, the gay community, whether it's lesbos or fags, they have the highest rate of domestic violence, and it tends to be more violent because you got to think about it. It's dude on dude or chick on chick, so there's no, like, pulling punches, if you will, like, oh, I really want to sock my wife, but she's a woman. You give it to her 40% if you're a gentleman. But, like, if you're a chick on chick, it's like, bitch, or dude on dude, it's like, motherfucker, you know, then you guys wrestle it out. But you're throwing full force. I mean, imagine the last fit, fist fight you got in, if that was your lover, dude. It's like, fuck you, dude. You know? You didn't you didn't fucking, you know, I don't know what gays are, what their beefs are about. But, yeah, so, you know, I told her I'm worried about you. I'm worried you're going to stab her. Or you guys are going to fight each other. And she hits me with, uh, I did bring violence into the relationship, but I think that's because of our relationship, your, me and her. I'm sitting there thinking, like, you're going to blame you and your dyke bitch girlfriend punching each other on me? But, okay, that's typical. That's typical. I mean, it's not typical, but that's majority of people. They like to play the blame game. Very rarely will you have somebody fucking say, you know what, that's my bad. I fucked up. And it's refreshing when people do. That's why I do it constantly. Even when I'm not wrong, I'll, 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 I'll front a situation like that where, like, you know what, I fucked up. And I do that at work constantly. It'd be a group of six guys and something went terribly wrong. And I hit the main boss with, like, you you know what? I need to do this better. And at first he was like, yeah, you do. But nowadays he's like, no, no, no. Don't try to cover for them. Like, you just need to do a better job of making sure this doesn't happen again. But the blame game, people, 
you know, people don't really, people can't take the rap, dude. And it's just so funny because it's just, just be a man or a good person. Just take the fucking fall. Like, dude, I fucked up. Just, it's that simple. I'm talking to you about, hold on, chill, chill, chill. Landon. But yeah, we'll go over there. And, uh, you know what's funny? You remember Conor McGregor was knocking everybody out? And he was predicting, he was calling himself Mystic Mac. I've taken a liking to doing that at work. When a new hire comes on and whether people are like, you know, stoked on him or whatever. I go, that guy won't make it this long. There was this hot shot that worked with us. He just got fired. But when he got hired, when I finally worked with him, I tell my boss, I go, he's, he's not going to make it through the summer. And then I revised my, um, my prediction. I go, he won't make it two months. What do you know, dude? It was like two months and two days the dude got fired and I go I strike again dude Mystic Nick strikes again and there's a couple people out there that I told you when me and Julia went our own ways I said give the shit a year and she'll be back and almost a year on the dot dude since I moved out I get the call to come back there and you know I'm not gonna depending I, I don't know what the fuck she wants out of this you know she kept hitting me with I'm sorry I'm sorry acting like we're gonna get back together that's not happening but there's a couple people I told to listen to this podcast when this whole thing went down. I get give it a year. Okay? I moved out June 1st of last year. What's today? The 25th? I'm 25 days off. I knew this would happen, bro. So Mystic Nick strikes again. Fucking look at me, bud. No, oh, I hate bud. Don't call people bud. <laughs> Fuck, that's gay as hell. I wish I could edit that out. But I don't care enough to do that. Um, here's a cool guy. Dwayne Trucks. I kind of like that. I found a guy named, uh, today, a guitarist named Ray Buchanan, dude. He's sick as hell. If you guys don't know who that is, I didn't either. You should check him out. It's just good. Just a lot of guitar and a lot of not singing, you know, which is nice. Not instrumentals, but just good guitar playing, you know? Instrumentals are easy to do when you're pressing fucking buttons on the computer, but when you're ripping a Telecaster, dude, it's a little different, you know? But to any non-guitar players, you wouldn't even know what a Telecaster is, would you? So. That'll make me blow my fucking head off, dude. Just the gym today. This big, you know, 6'4", beefy boy, you, he's got muscles for sure, he's a former athlete, I'm guessing, maybe a former, like, collegiate, off or even a high-level, high-school offensive lineman, big, you know, fat, but you can tell under there, you did some work, there's muscles under there, he comes in the gym, and fucking takes the, the fattest dump, and this is a small, small gym, it was fucking disgusting, dude, the whole thing just smelled like hell, and like, again, I'm not a fighting guy, but if I was, dude, I wanted to go up to him, like, dude, what the, you couldn't do that at home? What the fuck is your problem? Dude, I've had to shit sometimes, well, this is different, though. This is, like, 4.30 a.m. in the morning. I've had a shit at the gym, but it's so small, and the ventilation's so bad, and I get such bad anxiety about a chick or, like, anybody, even a dude walking in and being like, damn, you obviously shit in here. You're the only guy in here. I've left that gym and gone and shit in the street. Like, you know, obviously not in the middle of, like, a busy road, but, like, a little side of frontage road. I've pulled over and shit in the weeds 
and wiped my ass with whatever rags or, you know, that sounds disgusting, but hey, man, I'd rather do that than shit and stink up a fucking tiny room like that. Dude, have some courtesy, bro, you know? Oh, shit. This dude, I don't know if that picked up on the, on the hot mic. Must have been a bad ending. I haven't been paying attention. Some guy just came in and threw his bat on the ground. He's pissed. Not his bat. My, his glove. My bad. My bad. They're going to bat now. Now it's revenge time, dude. Let's get it back, boys, huh? Put on the rally caps. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. They're going to the fucking the bullpen, dude. They're leaving the dugout, and they got a, the pitcher and the catcher coming up to warm out. This must be... This is dire straits, dude. This is, uh... This isn't fuck-around time. Yeah, tell me about bullying. Go ahead. First, the quote peak years for bullying are in middle school, they believe, but it can start as early as preschool. Bullying wow. spikes during the move from elementary to middle school when kids are actively trying to figure out where they fit in. Here's another fact. Kids don't tell. According to the anti-bullying group DoSomething.org, only one in ten victims will tell an adult they're being taunted or yeah, abused. Kids don't it's stitch. mostly because kids feel embarrassed or ashamed, or they're afraid the potential retaliation will be even worse than just the original bullying. Sounds like the black community. We've seen this in the news. <laughs> potential retaliation. Right, shut the fuck up with that. You know that guy Nipsey Hussle, that rapper, rest in peace, he got killed. The guy that was standing, it's on video. The, you know, Nipsey Hussle, I guess, confronted, this guy came up to Nipsey Hussle and he said, hey bro, are you snitching? And the guy, his nickname on the street, dude, his name was Shitty. His real name's Eric Holder. His name was Shitty. Shitty was high on PCP or Angel Dust, whatever. Shitty went back to his house, got a gun, came back, shot Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle six times. And then over when he was dying on the ground, Nipsey Hustle goes, you got me. And he says, you're done and kicks him in the fucking face and then flees. But anyway, Nipsey Hustle had a guy with him. And the judge, the trial just started, the judge has been subpoenaing him to go to court. And this dude hasn't showed up. So he put a $500,000 bench warrant out on him. Like, dude, you have to come. And the other guy that came to court, he goes, I don't see nothing. I don't know nothing. It's like, dude, you're in the camera. You obviously see. Where's I going with this? Oh, that sounds like that bullying commercial. One in 10 people tell. Black communities, gang communities, they don't tell. Shit, I don't tell at work. When people are doing bad stuff, not bad, just guys goofing, having fun. I don't tell. It's not my business. And I always get my bosses going, dude, it's not tattling. It's just, it's better for the company. I go, I understand that, dude. But it's not my job. It's your job. You figure out the rotten eggs, dude. You figure out the bad apples. I'm not sitting here playing fucking, you know, I'm not on lifeguard duty. You know, if somebody's fucking up actively and it's affecting my line of work and it's making me, my, my shit, my day-to-day harder, I'll say something. But if a guy's drinking in his car at lunch, as long as I don't have to work with the motherfucker, I didn't see nothing. And that's all there is to it. You know, I'm not Mr. Tattletale. I'm not running around with a fucking clipboard writing down, this guy smokes meth, this guy eats meth, this guy drinks. That's not my job, dude. Do I have to work with him? Are we laying pipe together and he almost drops the fucking thing on my head? Yeah, that guy's drunk, dude. How do you know he's drunk? I saw him drinking at lunch, dude. But other than that, I'm not saying nothing, dude. It's very quiet out here. My bad. All right, I think I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you. I'll let you know how this Julia Gulia thing goes next week.